What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you're tuned into Kind of Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in again. I'm sorry for the week off. I was on a 10-day trip in Florida and Arizona doing photo work to pay the bills. You know how that goes sometimes. Uh, first things first, thank you guys for subscribing to our YouTube channel. It, it has been This is the one-year anniversary of it. We released our first video on March 7th of 2013. And I told Ben when we started, I'm like, I think we'll hit about 10K within the first year as far as subscribers. And guess what? Today we hit 10,000 YouTube subscribers and it's all because of you guys that tune in. So thank you so fucking much for that. Almost 1.5 million views on the channel as well. I know that I like I shouldn't watch numbers like that, but it's just a thing that I do. I like to watch statistics. I'm sure I would like love fantasy baseball if I ever had enough time to do it. But uh, anyhow, follow us on Twitter at that's kind of neat. Follow me on Twitter at its intuition. Follow my man Ben Shin behind the boards making the shit sound buttery at I am database. I feel like I'm like not as good at this as I used to because I haven't done a podcast in three weeks and I'm all rusty. But anyhow, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash kind of neat, youtube.com, which I just talked about slash that's kind of neat where you should subscribe and just watch every video for fun. And they're fucking fun and awesome and great. I want to let you guys know that the album is mastered. Uh, we had Daddy Kev master it, and it sounds great. We're really happy with it. Hearing it for the first time was like literally hearing it for the first time. The masters, um, they got us really amped, and we're excited, and we're working on cover art, and we're trying to get it out to you in a timely fashion, so bear with us. I'm not going to say a date yet, but just know it is on the way, and it's shaping up to be an awfully good project. But... I want to get into some funny, embarrassing stories because I still have a shitload of those backed up, no pun intended. And today I'm not going to share one of my own because these two are like so kind of similar and fucked up that I don't, I honestly, actually, no, you know what? I do have an embarrassing story that will match these, but I'm going to read them both anyways because they're funny. Here is one from a gentleman who will remain unnamed. I had just met the girl that would turn into be my girlfriend of eight years. It was literally the second time we'd ever hung out. I was really into snowboarding and she wanted to learn and I wanted to teach her. There was a bus that went from our city all all the way up to the mountain, which was about a two hour drive. And neither of us had our driver's license at the time. I'd eaten a rather large breakfast and my nerves were kicking up because I liked this girl so much. We'd gotten about an hour into the trip and my stomach started grumbling on the bus. I knew immediately I had to shit like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> at the time, I was an extremely new nervous pooper. <laughs> what the fuck? Extremely nervous pooper. How funny is that? They had a bathroom on the bus, but the bus was rather small and there was no way I was going to be the one to blow it up. It was getting much, much harder to hold it in, and I couldn't even think anymore. Finally, someone got up and took a shit in the bathroom. So thank fucking God, someone else had blew it up first, and no one would think it was me. I told her I had to go take a quick pee, and I figured I could just take a quick shit and let my stomach settle. As I said before, at the time, I was a nervous shit taker, so I burst in the door and hovered above the seat with a mighty, mighty explosion, but I didn't realize that I was missing the toilet completely. <laughs> Fuck. Shit was literally splashing all over my pants and my jacket, and I, and I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> this story's too much. I was literally covered in shit on a tidy ass bus with a girl that I was crazy about, so I had to think quick as to what I could tell this girl. I'm literally sweating bullets at this point. I clean myself up as best as possible, zip up my jacket, and walk out. Everyone is literally cringing on the bus from the smell. I sat down next to her as if nothing had happened. She didn't notice anything at first until she went to cuddle in and put her head on my chest and immediately yelled, What the fuck? There's shit all over your jacket. 
I didn't wash my hands before zipping up my zipper. Disgusting, I know. Jesus, man, what were you thinking? (laughs) Wash your hands. I played it off like, what? Oh, shit, what the fuck? Yeah, babe, there was shit all over the bathroom, but I didn't want to say anything. This is nasty. I guess it must have just gotten on me as I was walking out. Hey, good turnaround, man, you did that. I immediately whipped my jacket off and said, I'm going to have to burn this thing. That's so gnarly and gross. And she bought the entire story. Boom. I want to say congratulations on your quick thinking on your toes. That was amazing. And obviously that was a very disgusting and embarrassing story because I couldn't even keep my face straight while I was trying to repeat your story. So good job. The closest thing that I could think of to that, I'm running out of poop stories. I've told you guys all my good poop stories, I think. But the closest one that I have to that is uh, I was camping one time with some friends out of this place in Alaska called Birch Lake. And uh, we used to go out there. It was like it's owned by like the military. And so it was like for military families to go out you buy a campsite and chill whatever so we went to the campsite and we're out there staying and out in the woods there's this uh rope swing that you can hang on to and jump into the lake and so we were out there by this rope swing and we're jumping into the water and there's like chicks around there's i think at least four of my friends shout out to nick adam sean and i think josh and then some chicks and i can't remember which girls they were but shout outs to them girls too we probably have fun when i was in high school and after jumping off the swing a few times into the lake i realized that i needed to take a shit really fucking bad and we were like down a dirt road hill and swung around. And I think there was a porta potty at the top of the hill, but it was probably a good, I would say a quarter mile away. And, uh, I just knew that I didn't have time to make it. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're in the woods. And then there's a lake that I can jump into to wash off afterwards. So I'm like, I'm just going to take a shit out here in the woods. And so I walked a few feet away from where the group was, what I thought was far enough away, but apparently it was not. And I said, Hey, I was like, don't look back here. I'm going to take a shit. And whenever you tell somebody, hey, don't look back here, the first thing they're going to do is everybody's going to look back there. And so I go to squat down between a couple of trees and bushes, and I just immediately start shitting, and everybody looks back, and they're like, oh, my God, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're so gross. And, uh, you know, later my friends tell me, like, you know, they look back, and all they could see is, like, my balls dangling and a fucking giant turd coming out. (laughs) But in front, in front of them. and it was terrible and they're clowning and all the girls are fucking disgusted and like oh my god how could you do that i'm like yo i couldn't make it and we're in the woods you know and then one of my friends is like a horrible just disgusting person i'm like trying to play it off like ah, i don't give a fuck i'm just gonna jump in the lake wash it off i do that and they're like oh you tainted the whole lake and i'm like man do you know how much fish jizz is in this lake it doesn't matter uh about a little poop but one of my friends picked up a stick and like started poking the turd and like lifted it up like oh it was so bad I shouldn't even be telling this it's disgusting and I'm sure that that has like uh, that's probably ingrained in their memory as well but that was a very embarrassing and disgusting moment and I have one more poop story to tell next week that somebody sent that is pretty funny I think but after that I'm gonna have to stop with the embarrassing stories because I think they're getting just a little too scattacular but anyhow this week on the show we have. Quale Chris, Quale Chris. I say his name wrong every fucking time because I'm ignorant, but he's a good dude from Detroit. Uh, he's moved around a lot though. And you know, honestly, we get off to a little rough start. I don't think he was expecting it to be like a show about 
you know, his personal life. And so I kind of delved in too fast. And that's my fault. It's like I said, I'm a little rusty. We haven't done one in a few weeks, but uh, it comes back around and uh, we get comfortable. You know, the dude makes dope music. He sounds like a Detroit rapper through and through, which is a style that I enjoy. And uh, I think you guys will like him too. So go to the YouTube channel and check him out performing Loop Dreams. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Kwale Chris. Kwele, that's your real first name? Kwale. Kwale. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck it. White guy fucking enunciation. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. I don't give a shit. I know what you was trying to say. That's your real name? Uh, fuck it, yeah. It's my real name. No, you know, I was born with a different name, but... Yeah. But that's your nom de plume at this point, then? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, what? Just word. call me Kwale. Kwale. <laughs> Kwale. I will probably fucking misappropriate that the whole time. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. It's cool. Go for it. We'll make a game out of it. <laughs> Yeah. Drink it, game every time that I say your name wrong. That shit would be <laughs> people, people, <laughs> wretched by the end. People be drunk as shit. Oh, uh, where are you from? From Detroit. I consider Detroit home, but I was born in um, up north New York. Like uh, I found out like recently. I didn't notice. I found out it's Johnson City, which is kind of cool. Where's that at? I don't know. Like kind of like by Binghamton and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know anything about I, I don't know anything about <laughs> geography in general as I feel most Americans know. Yeah, right, really, dog. Yeah, I know where I've been. When did you move to Detroit? Um, well, like I said, like all my family's from Detroit, so I was always going to Detroit and then um moved down there like about like six, seven, something like yeah. that. Yeah. What were your folks doing up in New York? Uh they just uh working and shit. Yeah, my pops, you know, he designed shoes and shit. So Really for who? A bunch of people. That's well, dope. Yeah, like, even, like, Doc Martin type shit. Really? Yeah, interesting. That's shit. dope. What's mom do? Um, kill at everything, and um, she was doing, like, retail and shit. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know, you know, just regular shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I know some dudes that design shoes in real life, and I feel like they're very creative people in general. Was dad oh, painting yeah, my, and stuff like that? Yep, yep. Painting, some, you know, the whole nine, playing the keys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he used to play the roads all the time, getting us to paint and shit. Grew up, you know, so grew yeah. up in a, an artsy household a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Music, musical yeah, household, too? he was, like, too? doing crafts and stuff. Yeah, I mean, music was always around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. music was always around. What kind but of music? All types of shit, like Bruce Hornsby and, like, Stevie and, you know, everybody. Everybody that was dope at doing any type of music because, like, my pops listen to everything. And, right, you know, right. It's kind of diverse. How many brothers and sisters? Uh, just brothers. Yeah. Two brothers, yeah. Two brothers? Yup, older and younger. So you're yeah. the middle child? Yeah. Yeah? So uh-huh. you are you the attention seeker then? I don't think so, no. No? No, not at all. Your rap career wouldn't say so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That shit just kind of happened, man, the rap yeah. shit. But like... uh not like that. I don't like to say, like, this shit just kind of happened, but, like... Nah, I know. What's the age difference in your brothers? Uh, older is way older. Younger is a little bit younger. So, yeah. <laughs> so with the with the little bit younger one, were you guys super competitive? I have a younger brother. We're only, like, two years apart, and we used to fight like cats and dogs. Yeah, we would fight. I don't think we was... I don't know if it was competitive. I can't remember, but I know we would, we would go at it. But, like, that's, like, you know what I mean? That's my dog, Moselle. He, like... 
He does a lot of songs with me. Like, we kind of rapping together when we were kids. Oh, like, no shit. Like, playing around and making songs and shit. Yeah, my so. brother and I, like, face-to-face just couldn't fucking get along. And then when I finally moved out and went to school, that's when we started getting along really well. I think that was me and my older brother. Yeah, it oh, wasn't okay. until later that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, he was he's so much older that, you know, right, he right. was doing all types of other shit. Right. You know, I was living vicariously. Yeah, so what took the folks back to Detroit? Just, Same shit, work. We would just move because of work, and then I just move all around anyway. Yeah. I just kind of enjoy seeing different shit. So right, like, right. I always just start. I, once I could jump around, I just jumped around. When you guys moved back, was that before the economy kind of bottomed out in Detroit or what? Oh, I don't know, because I don't even know if I really cared about that type of shit like that. But, I, you, I mean, I think, like, over time, I always saw, like, a progressive, you know what I mean, change in, like, the neighborhood and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, going back to my grandma's and shit. Like, you could see, like, it changing and kind of just falling apart. I think it was just the younger folks didn't really have that real, like, you know, we got to take care of the neighborhood type shit. And then, you know, shit would be piling up because people weren't doing, they weren't doing bulk pickup. You know what I mean? Yeah. City stopped caring. The people stopped caring. Shit just happened. Yeah. What part of, what part of the city are you, or were you, or did you grow up in, in Detroit? Well, that, I mean, that was the east side, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, east side. Okay. I don't know that much about Detroit other than that they paint it to be like, they basically paint it to be like, it is what RoboCop was painting the picture of it to be (laughs) at that time. (laughs) Like Detroit was all fucked up in RoboCop when we were kids. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think when you're a kid, like, everywhere, like, everywhere I was when I was young, they didn't really, you know what I mean? Like, I knew there was shit happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I would hear stories or, you know, see shit or be involved in whatever shit. And, but, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it seemed, it's, it seemed when you're normal a kid, at the time. Yeah, when you're a kid, it just yeah. seems like whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? And then, like, you go back to whatever, wherever that place is, and then you go, oh, man, like, this shit was I crazy. didn't realize it looked like this. Like, you know what I mean? You just, you know, right, right. you don't really notice when you're What kid. was the schools like? Um, schools for me were like, I mean, for like younger years, it was interesting because I felt like I jumped, went to a lot of different schools mm-hmm. like early. And then, um, but then like I was in school in um, St. Louis. Oh, really? Yeah, I was in uh, high school in St. Louis. So that shit, I mean, that shit was dope. Yeah. You know, I mean, like outside of school was great as far as I'm concerned. Like, because, you know, at some point we started making music and shit and, you know, that shit was fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like once that started happening, like I didn't like high school because like we we started battling. So you had to do that. You know what I mean? And I didn't really, you know, I didn't really care, but I, you feel like you have to. Yeah. So you just start battling everybody and you, you know, every day you have to be ready to rap at somebody and, you know. Yeah, like your style seems a bit more laid back. Now it is. Now it is. I used to be on some like, oh, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then that shit started fucking up my throat I realized that shit was stupid And then my homie, you know, one of my brothers that, You know, kind of told me, you know He was like, like, dog, just rap Just rap how you talk Yeah, and yeah. Like, it took a little while for me Because I was just so used to, like Just using my voice like an instrument type shit Right So it was just, I was just rapping However I thought that shit sounded cool Right so when you're in elementary school in Detroit What's the racial makeup of the school like? Was it Is it a diverse school or what? I was in um, Taylor. Yeah. And uh, I went to a, I think, 
Yeah, you know, how, like you have. See, I'm weird because like a lot of my memories are kind of mushroom around. Yeah, but I mean, I know what the fuck happened. But like, you know, shit yeah. like this kinda, <laughs> it holds up the beer in his hand. Yeah, kind of get rid of shit sometimes. But like, you know, and I I know I went to like at first there was like a school. It was like all white or some shit like that. Yeah. I remember the little kids used to call me nigga. That shit used to fuck me up. No shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I remember that shit. Uh, you know what I mean? And I never really, like, bring shit back up, like, with people. I'm not really one of them type of people, so. To to dwell on things? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, I know that shit happened, though. I'm pretty yeah. sure that shit happened. That yeah. shit was crazy. I think I left that school and then went to some other school. I don't know. <laughs> why Why were you at an all-white school? Were I think they, were you Taylor busing across pretty, the city or something? I think Taylor is pretty, was pretty white at that time. That's the know. neighborhood or what? Yeah. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure it, it still is pretty white. Yeah. Did you take the school? <laughs> were you Were you an early reader and stuff like that? I mean, you know, I'm, I was good at doing what you needed to do to pass. To, to get you know by. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really care. I still have like a, I, I think I always did. You know, my mom always said I used to be like whatever with a lot of things, you know, like whatever. You know, I'm cool, cool, whatever. I'm still kind of that way. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, yeah, just went to school, did it. You know what I mean? I know even to this day, you know, shit, you know, that really, you know, that was important to my parents, you know, really important to my mother and shit like that. So to me, it was like, fuck it, just do that. Just and do it. Do whatever you want. Whatever yeah. Else. Yeah. Fuck it. Are you a lifelong learner? Do you still love learning? I like experiencing. I'm not like, you know what I mean? As of late, I haven't really been like diving into books and shit right. like that. But I'm I'm really big on just, you know, going. Doing, going out and doing shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, not like, you know, I'm not really like go out to the club, et cetera type. Like, you know, if there's an opportunity to just go see something. I just go do something I haven't done. You know what I mean? So right. Screw right. it. Just do it. Right. Yeah, that's my shit. Right. So. <laughs> How'd you guys end up in St. Louis for high school? Uh, same shit. Just man. moving and just working. Moving, yeah. How far is St. Louis from Detroit? Not too long. I don't know. Probably about uh, let's say Detroit, and then you gotta go through Chicago. Probably be like it might actually be a little longer. Probably like ten hours, something like that. Really? Well, something like yeah, that. it's interesting because like Detroit and St. Louis are both like painted as fairly dangerous places. You feel me? Yeah. Like, how did you stay out of trouble as a kid, or were you a troublemaker? <laughs> I wasn't a troublemaker, but uh, like I said, I felt like for a while, like I was, we, I was always in some room working on music. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That was just wherever I was at. You know what I mean? Like for a while, like there was a little while where wasn't really that way but like whenever i could sit and make music that was what i was kind of doing just on a humble you know All what right. i mean well, like well, what age did, so well, like, what age did that hit you up somewhere around then like uh when i was in st louis so like that's what I was doing. So I wasn't really like, I, we would go out, you know what i mean all that shit, all the dumb shit that you would see but you know um for me like it was just like music what hit you and made you want to start doing it seeing people around me doing it big tone or like people like that i knew you know they were older than me but you know like that kind of knew detroit folks and shit and then getting like a lot of the tapes and shit my brother was bringing back from detroit and just like just kind of realizing that it was like you could do it and people around me started rapping at that time you know niggas were recording shit into like the answering machines and wherever we could record, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once Three Way came out doing, like, 
ad libs and everything over the what, 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 what was the oh over the answering machine yeah that's right what uh what was the first tape that hit you like what did you do was there some music you got obsessed with early on um a lot of stuff uh i don't know like i don't i'm not really hmm there's just a lot of, it's so many things like i remember like there was like a a period where i was listening to like the simply red cd a lot oh yeah yeah i don't know why like i just that's an interesting answer. Played that shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. You know, just it was like a lot of random shit. People always know. clown me and tell me that I'm like a VH1 pop up music video shit. But <laughs> you, you know how Simply Red got their name? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, so <laughs> back in the day when they were performing one of their first shows, wherever they're from, I think I want to say England or whatever, wherever, uh, they're like um, going on stage and and the host goes, "Okay, we've got our next group coming on," and they're, "What's your name again?" <laughs> and he goes, "Red." simply red <laughs> like as if to say as if to say the only word is red and so the fucking host guy goes okay next up is simply red and then they just <laughs> they stuck just with them with they it. ran with it yeah, yeah so that's how they got their name that's kind of dope yeah <laughs> now now you know so sim- simply red what was their fucking big song they had holding back the uh holding back the years though. oh yeah 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 that, that was, shit is that's a hard one. pretty cold yeah so then that's an interesting choice what was like My the rap used to, like there was a period i think like there was like a oh yeah see i was about to just go into some dumb shit um, go into dumb shit you gotta you tell <laughs> stories about dumb shit ah uh, fuck it that's bro. what we like yeah no no don't my <laughs> yeah you started with like so many like real personal questions i, I know like, i, I should like i was being interrogated i know i should have waited a little longer i should have i should have asked you how your day was going before yeah, I, you know bro, lubed real. it up before i tried to stick it in you know what i'm saying real like i mean you don't even have to pause that that was just pretty fucking graphic you know what it is that i haven't done one of these in about three weeks so i feel like i just lost my touch ah uh, that's cool man that's yeah. cool just you know chill out Warm <laughs> up. i'm with it dog. so um, wait uh, tell me well, your well, dad what you were about to say something about simply red and your dad oh uh, i was about to say he was listening to like just everything so yeah i was listening to whatever he was listening i was getting his cds and then my brother older brother you know hip-hop all the way around so whatever he was listening around his tapes whatever he had i was listening to yeah you know what i mean at some point started getting vinyls i don't even remember how that started happening and then started listening to that shit and you know like i said it's just that it's that gateway drug shit like music has a lot of gateway yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of gateway drugs and now like it's like heroin so like not everybody's <laughs> just like fucking so what if you're like into simply red as a kid like what takes you from simply red to like i'm gonna write raps oh i mean you know hip-hop is always there though that's just around like, dog, yeah hip-hop is like that because it's everything yeah there's not a, anything that's not hip-hop so like uh shit like i remember like i i know like you know I, this is real stereotypical but like fucking when i first got i heard volume one i didn't get it myself but my brother got it uh-huh. that shit was crazy the jay-z record Psh, which volume one what are you talking about slum Oh, fantastic! I thought you were talking about Life and Times of Jay Z, the volume, oh, or Life no, and Times of Sean Carter, volume fuck one. That shit, dog. Okay, so Slum Village. Yeah, Slum Village, dog. Yeah, that's some real Detroit shit. Cause see, I don't, I don't know that if I hear Volume One, it's not what initially comes to my head. What, that's fucking crazy. What year is that came out? That's like the first thing that comes to my head. That's funny. <laughs> I had to sit there and go, wait, which Volume One? Is talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that shit. When he was playing that, he brought that shit back on tape. Or wherever, however he got that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he used to play that shit all the time. All the fucking time. Yeah. I think like I was on the basketball team at that time. Yeah. We went like on like a 
championship. Like we was doing, you know, we were the they was the champs. I wasn't really playing. I was just kind of like, I was just there. That's why I felt like, and um, <laughs> and uh, but we was the champs. So my brother went with us, and we had like volume one on the Walkman. You yeah. know what I mean on the tape. And we was playing that shit all the fucking time. And they had that song that I don't know why the fuck I'm fucking with you. This shit was, you know, the fucking favorite song at that time. Uh-huh. And we were sharing rooms at that time. You know, the hotel, the basketball team, they right. kind of got the connected rooms. And I just remember, like, the next day, one of the parents were like, somebody was just cussing, like, all night. And it's because we were singing, I don't know why the fuck I'm fucking with you all yeah. night. That was my shit. So, But you wouldn't know because you don't know that shit. <laughs> So fuck it, dog. There's somebody out there that was listening to that story and was like, yeah, dog. That was there are shit. plenty of people that do. I'll tell you. <laughs> I had a friend uh, my freshman year of college. I was super into Slum Village. And for some reason, I, I know that it's like sacrilegious, particularly in the Los Angeles hip hop scene, to not have been like taken aback by Slum Village. But I never really was. Yeah, you feel I, don't, yeah I don't really find it I know. I mean, I, I obviously have uh, much love and respect to Jay, to Jay Dilla. And like Donuts right. stays on, on, on the phone all the time. Nah, but you know, it's not even something where you have to be like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's not even like you gotta be like, I got black friends and shit. Like, you know what I mean? You just gotta, <laughs> no, nah, like, you know, all you gotta, like, because like everywhere oh. I go, like every yeah. city I go to or everybody I meet, they, they always know somebody that's like that motherfucker. Yeah. And, you know, I I'd fu- be like, nigga, I have no idea who you talking about. I really, you know yeah. I, no, I, I used to love Raise It Up. That was like the weed smoking anthem my <laughs> freshman year of college or sophomore year of college was yeah. like, Raise It Up. That beat still gets me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I know this whole LA got really, really like inspired by Detroit for a few years there, man. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was like the new Detroit. Everybody moved out here. When did you move out here? I mean, I've only been out like on the West Coast for about like maybe four years. I don't know. My time be all off, but probably about like four years. Yeah. Like so, yeah, not that long. I came here from Chicago. Chicago. So I graduated <laughs> high school from St. Louis. Yeah. And then, and then went back to Detroit. Did went, you try school at all? Michigan. Did you go to college? Yeah, I did. I went to Northern Michigan. You graduated from there? No, I didn't graduate from nowhere, man. That shit didn't work out that well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, college, yeah, I don't know. Do you regret? Because I went, no, I regret because they make you pay for that shit. Yeah, true. I regret that shit. True. But, like, um, uh, no, you know what I mean? Like, I don't regret it because, like, a lot of this shit that happened there, I'm, you know, you know, the old cliche and shit. And that's what reason I am where I am now. Blah, blah, right, blah. right. I can't. I wouldn't ask for none of it. You know, to be changed. Right. You just kind of say that. Did you go with a plan in mind, or did you go on some like, ah, oh, it seems like it's what you're supposed to do? Yeah, it was. It was more the latter. Man. It was kind of like you know, go to college, but you know, like, and I picked like some old bogus music shit, like anybody with no real like ambitions does. <laughs> and uh, pick some art shit, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I did. I didn't do good at that shit. Like there was like a music something mm-hmm. class. I yeah. Did you uh, live on campus? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that? That shit was cool, man. I fuck with it. That shit was weird, dog. That's just a weird idea. Like looking back at it, I'm like, damn, that's just weird. But yeah, it is. It is strange <laughs> to gather like you know thousands of kids who've never lived on their own before and just throw them into a fucking world together <laughs> and let the chaos break loose. Yeah, we was up in the sticks, so a lot of like bonfire parties and yeah, yeah this shit was weird. Uh, a lot of like people that I re- that never have seen black people in their whole life. That shit was 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Alaska. We had a lot of bonfire parties. Yep. There was like that stereotypical, like, you know, I kicked it with, you know what I mean? People that was cool people, you know, I kind of wonder what happened to them. I mean, I know like one of them, but like, mm-hmm. like you know, just that stereotypical black room where it was just like, you know, shit, we all black. So I saw chill in this room, shit. That's, yeah, that shit was like college. That shit was like, uh, you know, all, any college movie you see, that shit is always the same. <laughs> what do you think college. you would have majored in if you would have stuck around? You would have stuck with music? Nah, I would have became a doctor or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> some shit that's real beneficial. But nah, yeah, uh, I would have stuck with music and then eventually failed. So either I'd just be in school forever. Like, right. Finally just say that shit's not going to happen. Because it was dumb. Like, you know, you got to do dumb shit. That shit that you don't really want to do. That's just kind of stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't really learning nothing then like the engineering classes because i'm just looking at everybody else's boards like this you know what i mean I ra- i'd rather be like back at home messing around experiencing with music. it yeah then fucking yeah learn you guys to learn how to plug shit up right. i still i mean that shit probably hurts me because you know what i mean then i gotta come to you know what i mean brothers like Cav and shit to try to get my shit right because you know but like i still you know i go with real raw dog you know Trial by fire. Mm. I'll be like mixing, you know, a lot of my own shit. Mm. I fuck with it. I like the way it sounds. You know what I mean? I've learned a lot. But I, you know, yeah, I'm not really good with, with the whole like, you know, mixing. Don't do this. Oh, don't oh. do that shit. Yeah. That shit kills me, dog. Word. It drives me nuts. You smoke a lot of weed? <clears throat> I smoke a little bit, yeah. <laughs> what what'd you start that? What did that become a, an aspect? Oh, high school. In high school? I mean? Yeah. yeah. Any yeah, funny back, stories back about... Back in those days. Any funny stories about early times smoking weed? I know the first time I smoked, I don't think I got high, man. I can't really remember, but I remember, like, that feeling of faking like I was high. I feel like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel I like... I can write that. Because I didn't... I didn't start with, like, a blunt or no shit like that either. It was a joint or, you know, whatever. That shit was, like, apparatus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I wasn't really apparatus ready. You right. Know what I mean? It's hard I to figure out the, how to do it right the first time. I was like, what the fuck is this because it wasn't like a pipe because my pops used to smoke a pipe so i yeah. knew like you know i knew a pipe but it was like i can't remember it was just some old like i was like i don't even know what the hell this is dog. yeah i remember like the first time smoking weed uh they're trying to explain to me how to use the carb you know because oh, like, yeah. they had a pipe with a hole in it and uh-huh, shit, and I'm, yeah. they're like yeah you got to kind of like hold that and then let it go and then kind of like poke yeah. at it and i'm like what the fuck now that shit don't now that shit just seems second like, nature yeah but like at, at the, the time t- you're like am i really high am i doing this right what the hell you have me doing yeah. man like i thought this shit was from the earth why i gotta <laughs> run it through a factory and all this shit like that's just weird though <laughs> yeah but yeah. then now that shit is cool i fuck with you know bongs and all that yeah when you were like you know how everybody has their like high school stereotypical cliques you got the jocks and the nerds and the stoners and the whatever the skaters like where where would you have fallen in there um i don't know i was just like a i was just like a dude a rap dude yeah yeah i guess maybe i was maybe i was a rap dude even to this day like i don't really get how people view me mm-hmm. i'm not really good with that perception mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean i don't know exactly where i fit in i know who i kicked it with you know what i mean you know, a lot of them, you know, we were making music together, but, like, we have been homies for a little while. Uh-huh. And, you know, so I kind of just knew who I kicked it with, and, you know, it just worked. You know what I mean? I was cool with who I was cool with, but at the same time, I don't, you know, I ain't really have no problems with people. Right, you know? right. Yeah, I just kind of live. <laughs> I'm still, you know, still that way, yeah. I, you know, I was... uh 
just kind of cool, cool. You know, I was just somebody I'm sure that everybody just kind of was cool with. But I, I have no idea. I'd have to do, like, interviews. I want to go back and find out how the fuck people view me because I have no idea. I was just there. I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted to interview all my ex-girls. Yeah, that would be weird. I would not want to do that, though. Be, I feel like it would be very crazy to feel to like see what they think of, of you. You know what I'm saying? Nah, be you very revealing. Be, you must, like, you know what I mean, punching yourself. Be a masochist? Like I must be yeah. a masochist? Nah, not even. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely a sadist, <laughs> ladies, if you're tuning in. Nah, it's fine. Um, all right, so you and your brother, you start tinkering with music mm-hmm. around the time that you get to St. Louis. Like, he's a little younger, you're a little older. Like, how do you guys start that off? Is it like, yo, man, I'm rapping, you should rap too? Nah, you know, it's just, it's, you know, rap is there. That's just, I don't know. Did you guys start off, like, freestyling together and shit like that? <sighs> I think it's just, like, little shit. Like, you know what I mean? Even, like, if we was playing video games or something, you know what I mean? You just play the music off the video game and make a song over it. It was just, I don't know, it just kind of started happening. You were using the, the answering machine to record, you said? Uh, that was, like, just between friends. Oh, yeah, okay. We was just doing that shit. Yeah. I mean, it was a way to record songs. How'd you guys... Then you can go back and play them later. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> how, how was your first recordings like then? Like, what were you using? I know you could tape in, you know what I mean, a lot of different ways, like taping to tape, you know, tape recorders, karaoke machines, you know what I mean, uh, for tracks any shit that you had like that and then i think from there like at some point i don't remember exactly when like com- you could start doing like recording in the computers yeah like at some point i figured that out running it through some into some running into the computer into the mic on the computer you know what i mean Once, yeah and then that you know doing that yeah i think it was just like that that progression but like Really, just it was just whatever, however you could record. You know what I mean? That was, yeah, early, early, it was just like however. Because I don't think I had a goal. Like, it wasn't like I, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, yeah, I'm about to, like, form a career. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like some people wake up and go like, oh, I'm going to be a fucking platinum rapper. And other people just kind of like, it just, you go with the flow and, that, and you fall into it kind of. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just making music. I like making music. I mean, I like sharing it with people, but I wasn't ever like, Sending my albums out to labels and you know, I wasn't doing all that shit. I just like making music. Did you ever join band when you were like a young kid? Did you play like uh, any instruments? Uh, yeah, I played trumpet, but I played. <laughs> yeah, that's just funny. I think whenever I think about high school, I was like a real unachiever too. Man. I, just, <laughs> I just, I never really like. But anyway, um, <laughs> nah, like I, I played in high school. I don't remember exactly what years, but I know I was always like. I don't know. I don't remember how it works number wise, but whatever. Like the worst trumpet, the trumpet that only has to play like two notes. Yeah, like song. seat four or some shit. Yeah, I yeah. was always that. That's like, <laughs> Did you learn to read music? But I, but I still, I feel like I could play trumpet pretty decent actually. Though. Really? Yeah. You stuck with it? You still have one? I don't have. I don't think I have one anymore. But if I pick one up, I could, you know. I could get back into it. You could plunk out Mary Had a Little Lamb. Like, Some, it, ain't, dog, like it ain't no like thing. With soul, dog, though. That shit would yeah, with, melt. He said with soul. That shit would melt. Uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Murray, dog. That shit would kill, dog. <laughs> That shit would kill if I uh, played that shit. So did like some of the homies... high notes. <laughs> did some of the homies have recording equipment or what? Yeah, yeah. One of the homies did. And we just kind of... We used to call, yeah, we just kind of used to go over there, record over there, do a lot of... Because we was in St. Louis, man, so I, I would go back and forth between, like, doing, like, some real, like, 
super backpacky shit to like doing some like real like you know what I mean like I don't know even well, like what j- you jiggy it. Like, shit or what not jiggy like club type shit you yeah know like I mean? pop club type stuff nah like at that time it was like three six and, oh okay yeah you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah. and uh, early cash money and all that stuff yeah and, yeah yeah so you were doing shit like that too oh fuck yeah hell that, yeah shit was the shit. <laughs> it's, I always say it's funny to see that like sound come back around like and people think that it's the first time that like uh, nah, ha- hi hats nah. on the 16th note uh, you know like mm-hmm. like that's revolutionary I'm like that shit was happening way back uh, yeah a lot of them songs a lot of like it's funny there's like a lot of Juicy J songs that are like the new the new joints are like exact remakes of right shits. yeah so, exactly uh, that nigga been killing that shit that sound forever though but, yeah you know, everybody that was the that was like the stoner anthems in, in my high school was like all the three six shit and like yeah. no limit shit like anything yeah <sighs> some uh, tacky ass covers and shit yeah there was a, this one masterpiece song I feel like it might have been the intro to one of his albums where it's like towards the end there's all this like kind of talking in the background that's phasing from side to side and when you're high it sounds like an evil voice inside of your head or something is crazy I gotta go back and listen yeah I can't though. I wish I could remember what it was <laughs> anyways so you had this kind of dual dual rap personalities where you were doing backpack nah, shit and, and the nah, and the I, I wouldn't it's not dual rap personalities just doing different experimenting songs. with different shit just doing different songs yeah. it's not even like that you know what i mean i think people make it like that fucking crazy like that you that you you know can tell a, a you have to a, be one thing or something yeah that you can tell a knock knock joke and then tell like an extremely long graphic joke about death and rape and shit you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like you know why not you know what i mean like it's not really that crazy i just did a song with this cadence, you know what I mean, over something that sound a little like this, and then fuck it, I did this too. Right. And then at the end of the day, I'm still fucking me. Yeah. What was your early rap names? Dog, all types of fucking names. I don't even want that shit. Hold on. I feel like you should go through them because we can sit back and laugh at them and they'll be great. This one was good. I had like Illis Professor. That shit is real rappy. That's very rappy. That shit is real rappy. It's very ninety four. Yeah, dog. Real ninety four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Channel Red. That was another one. Simply Red. <laughs> yes, yeah, maybe so. That's uh, this Simply Channel Red therapy session, dog. You breaking <laughs> through walls, dog. <laughs> oh man. Um. Damn, dog. I'm trying to remember now. I know there was like a little period where I was calling myself Jack Horner. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who sat in the corner? Is that that old nursery rhyme? I don't know, man. I feel like it was off of Boogie Nights. I don't oh, know, okay, though. okay. Maybe so. I can't remember. Somebody would have to check me on that. I have no idea. So nowadays, though, <laughs> you, your goal is like you live off a of rap, yeah? Or like, or like that's kind of the goal now is to be a fucking career rapper, correct? Now that you've fallen uh, fully into it? I mean, you know, yeah, to make great music yeah and to yeah and to not die yeah. so like was there a turning point in your life where it was kind of like all right you know what i've fully fallen into this and i love the shit and now i am going to start working towards a goal because you said you kind of when you started it wasn't really like a goal necessarily yeah so when did you realize like oh shit i'm like pretty deep into this i think i realized it a long time ago yeah. but then you know still you know just kind of living life you have to do that sometimes oh do absolutely you do but I think it was always that. It was. I mean, it's been that for a, a long, long time. And yeah. I, there was so many different points, though. You know what I mean? Like points that you got real into it that you was like, oh, yeah, this is the time. Man. This is when we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know. Right. 
And then, like, four years later, you're like, damn, fuck, what the, what the hell were we doing for, like, the last four years? I mean, music was coming out, though. But, like, I think it wasn't until, like, around the time I did, like, Shotgun and Sleek Rifle. That was, like, when around, like, when I started being like, oh, yeah, you know, I should really, like, really start, you know. Yeah. Doing it. You know what I mean? Like, what have I been doing? I just had just be sitting on projects, just making shit. You know what I mean? People, like, would just house shoes, like, you know, just put out Blue Monday, shit like that. Like, he, you know, because he was like, dog, you just sitting on this shit. What are you doing? Like, you make all this great music. Right. So, yeah. Where'd you meet him at? Shoes? I don't know. So, at some point. In Michigan? In some, yeah, in Detroit. Yeah. Some point. At some point doing something that we probably still do to this point, which is, you know, throwing them back and being loud. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> but a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. What was the like scene like in Detroit? And I would imagine by the time like you start taking it serious, it's kind of like college years or like you're, you know, you're yeah. maybe in your twenties. Like, what was the scene like back then? There, I still don't feel like that's when I was taking it serious. But I feel like that's when people were taking me serious, taking you, you know like no- I mean? noticing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. like you know, as shit just kind of you know, a lot of fam at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Were really like, uh, you know, looking out for me. You know, was what it mean? a tight knit community? Uh, to me it was, you know what I mean? Cause I was, like I said, I was pretty much, I had, I was neutral. It was everybody I met, I was cool with. I had no, no issues. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, like I said, I was kind of brought in just through a lot of fam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, it just, you know, everybody, I ain't never had no problems with nobody. I fuck with niggas. Fuck it. You know what I mean? But like, it was like, uh, everybody was dope. That was what it was. Like that was what was killing me. Like there, I felt like everybody was making super cold songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was what was like fueling me. Like to just, it was like every song that I heard from everybody that I knew mm-hmm. in Detroit. It was crazy. I just, it was like there was a long period where I never heard a song I didn't like. Where would folks get together in? in Detroit and like kind of let everybody hear their new shit was there like a, a weeklies or, or like sh- you know local shows and shit showcases I was getting them like just through the artists you know yeah. what I mean oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I think uh, at that time when I was when I was back that was when Shoes was doing Buddha so like I was a little late you know what I mean I wasn't like you know all the shit everybody be talking about hip hop shop and all that shit I was you know I was a little younger than that so, like, I was there around, like, when he was doing Buddha, which it was, you know, to me, that was the same shit to me. Not the same shit, of course, but, like, to me, it was, like, that was when I was just, you know, really starting to, you know, meet people on, like, an eye-to-eye level, not just Well, to the outside, I would imagine most of the audience has no fucking idea what that was. Describe what Buddha was or what it was like. It was, like, a little small place, you know what I mean? Niggas would spin there, niggas would show up, drink, you know, just like a kind of lounge, you know what I mean? Yeah, so was it kind of loose, like a loose, like, freestyle session type thing, or was it, like, people would, like, you know, out here, obviously, the fucking, the blowed, like, people would go, they would sign a list up and perform new songs, whatever. Okay, yeah, no, no, that was, it was more like, um, it was more like just, like, you know, just music, good vibes, you know, everybody just chilling, you know, people enjoying the night. Playing songs, you know what I mean? Everybody, oh, go crazy. So the local DJs would play, like, the new records that that the local artists were making? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it would just kind of be, it would be the the jams, whatever the new joints were, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, 
you know, like I said, I was always just there, like, just kind of sneaking through the back on some silly shit. Yeah. Yeah, just enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. When did you play your first show? My first show was, like, on some St. Louis shit. It was, like, some competition shit or some shit like that. Like but a talent show? I think, yeah, some old, like, corny shit. Like, some old, I don't yeah, it was, like, some talent show shit on some young shit. Um, I can't remember when that was, but that shit was corny. <laughs> that shit was extra corny. It was at, like, a skating rink. That uh-huh. shit was super corny. I don't know. What was, like, the first one? First show was, like, first show shows, were, I feel like, were in Detroit. I don't remember exactly what the first one was, but I know there was, like, a long period where I was doing shows at uh, Fifth Avenue, which was, like, the spot that was connected to Tiger Stadium. So I was doing a lot of shows there. Like, you know, there was, I don't, who was throwing them shows? Maybe it was, I think it was like Finale and them throwing those shows. So I was doing like a lot of those with like, I think like Black Milk was doing a lot of them. And uh, I'm trying to think like who else? It's just everybody. It was, you know, I was doing a lot of those shows. So those were like a lot of my first, like where I would like sit and get prepared. And I actually felt like I was doing the show shows. You know what I mean? And I would go nuts at those shows. I would sweat my ass off. Those was great. Very active on stage? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as much as I used to be. I think now now it's like super active, but it's not as as crazy. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? What Which was, is good. What was your setup then? Did you just have a DJ on stage with you? Yeah, like shoes I think a lot of times were spent for me back then. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shoes were spent for me a lot of times back then. So That's dope. That shit was dope. Yeah. How many people would be coming out to those shows? Like how big of a club was it? I don't know, man. Just regular ass shows, dog. Like, <laughs> like niggas would come out sometimes. Niggas wouldn't come out. I've done like all, you know, all types of them bitches, dog. I've yeah. done shows for like two people. Yeah, same. Fuck it. I yeah. hate I hate performing in front of two people. Really? I don't know, man. It depends, man. It depends on how cool those two people are, dog. Yeah, you could get like a real cool two people and just fucking go for it. But like, you have to get past that initial anger because a lot of times once you see a, a crowd that ain't there, you just be like, ah, fuck it, fuck it. I you think that's what it is. Like, it's like it. a bit of ego or something. And I think you yeah. know, once you get that taste, that shit hurt. yeah, once you get a taste <laughs> of playing in front of like a couple hundred, it's like then if you see only ten people there, you're like, ugh. yeah. And then all of a sudden, in your head, it's like, oh, this should this show doesn't fucking matter. But then what you don't realize is that those ten people remember that shitty show forever. Hell yeah, though. The, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, went, I can't remember the name of the band, but I went and saw this one band, dog. It went through a couple of people performing. I can't remember exactly why we were at that show. You know, we went through a couple of performances. By the time these this band went on, I can't remember the name of the band, but the band fucking killed it. By the time the band went on, it was like me and probably like two other people standing there just watching these two guys play drums and guitar and whatever but like they killed that shit that was like one of the dopest performances i've seen and they did it for like two people Damn. that didn't even fucking know yeah and just murdered it dog and i just remember being like yo like you know i got that shit on my computer i gotta go find it again but i just remember that experience like being like these niggas killed it regardless you know yeah, what I mean? that yeah. shit meant something you know what i mean to this day like i still go back and Listen to that shit, you know what I mean? I, there was, like, at some point I even went back, tried to find, like, what they was doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, because that shit sticks with you. Like, a, a good show is a good fucking show, so why not beat them up? But anyway, so at that time, I was just doing a lot of those shows. Like, yeah. Like that. Wherever I could do shows in Detroit, whoever I can get shows in with, you know, Waste of Youth and all them was really hooking me up back then, so. How many projects have you put out? I've released a lot of shit, <laughs> but, uh, 
I put out a lot of projects. I guess I always look at them as albums. Probably about like twelve, thirteen. I don't know. Damn. Maybe, maybe less. Maybe more. I don't know. Maybe more. I yeah. don't know. That doesn't really sound like a lot to me. Like, I mean, I, that makes me feel lazy. Really? Oh yeah. That doesn't sound like a lot to me though. Man. I probably only put out like five things. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. And man. I'm older than you. I feel like it's not a lot. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't do enough. You know what I mean? Are you feel, are you someone who like can't stop creating? Kind of. I don't know if I can't stop creating, but I can't fucking stop moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I always feel like I gotta be moving. This shit drives me nuts too. Really? <laughs> yeah. What is it, like adult ADD type shit or what? I don't think so, man. Just like I a think, lot of energy that just needs to get yeah, fucking put dog, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like some sort of crazy lust for something. You know yeah. what I mean? How often do you write every day? Nah, no, nah, I kind of just write when the time is right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes the song just hits me. Yeah, absolutely. I just fucking go with it. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people, and if I have to write, I'll sit down and bust it out. I don't play around with my pen, but like, you know, yeah, it's just, I wait for the moments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally driven by the moments mm-hmm. when it comes to music. That shit just, that moment hits you and you just be like, you know, right. Ooh, like when you get that, the ooh. best ones always just come right out of you. Uh, pause, but like the best yeah, ones, the best no. ones always just like flow right out. Yeah, they just flow right out the fingers. You know what I mean? Everything you say sounds pause worthy, but yeah, <laughs> dog. No, yeah, like That's the best, up. like the best moments though. Yeah, that should be crazy. Dog. Yeah. Like, yeah, them woo moments. That's why we talking about them shits that be making your face scrunch up and shit. Like, yeah. That shit is the, that's the best. Right Do you write now. things down or you memorize them? I write shit down. Yeah. Yeah. I love writing and I hate memorizing. <laughs> I like on to the next. I have a real on to the next shit. So, yeah. so like, yeah, I, I like writing this shit. So I really, I'm real like obsessed with each bar falling in a certain place. Like to, a lot of times it sounds real like I don't really care, which is, tr- you know what I mean? To an extent, I kind of like it. You know, I like just approach it how it is. But like, I like the bars to fall in certain places so that every bar kind of, you know, even if it sounds familiar, sounds unique. You know the fuck I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I really do. Like, sometimes I obsess. Like, my little brother, you know, Moselle, he'll be like, though, you take forever to write sometimes. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I take for fucking ever to write, but it's because, like, every bar, every word matters to me, like, so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real obsessive. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I always tell people that I feel like when that the woo moments that you're talking about, it's kind of like you hear it already. As soon as you hear the beat, like you hear it in your head and then you just got to fill out the blanks like a crossword mm-hmm. puzzle kind yeah, of. Right, and it right. comes real fast that way. Yeah, dog. There's another pause. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. So I was about to be mad if I had to hear it back and didn't catch it. Um, but no, dog. Yeah, them, them moments, that should be what, it, what it's really about. Yeah. How many producers are you working with or do you work with? Like, are you siphoning through beats all the time? Nah. Siphoning through beats all the time? <laughs> nah, usually I just kind of will just hit people up. I know, you know what I mean? Or with like kicking and something, something like sometimes it's just that moment. Yeah. But a lot of times I like just, if I'm over at somebody's spot or something, you know, if, we, if the the spirit moves, you know what I mean? Right. That's when, you know, that's a great time to get in. You make beats too? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, see, I, I don't do my research, man. I'm sorry. No, that's cool, man. That's cool, man. You'll, <laughs> you know, you'll go back and now you'll, you'll now find I know. all types of gems, man. What do you make your beats on? Lately, I've been doing Ableton. Yeah? Yeah, I fuck with that shit. What'd you start with? 
NPC? Uh, I think, no, it was like a SP, like a, one of the smaller ones, though. Yeah? Yeah, I think that was the first, like, music equipment I used. And that shit was dope. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Shit changed everything. I would just record from everything, like VHSs, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But now, like, it's just, like, wherever I can get music from, fuck it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, pirate mode now. <laughs> so you went for, what, did you have, like, a SP-404 or something? Uh, yeah, one of them. Like, a 404-something, 303-202, one right. of them, oh, oh something number, oh number. And then when you switched to computers, like, did you have a desktop or a laptop, and what program did you find? Desktop. I don't remember the program. Uh, yeah, you weren't fucking with Fruity Loops. Not until uh, like uh, college. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know shit about that until like too late. And then, but once I found out about it, I was fucking with that for a minute. And then somebody showed me about Reason, and that shit fucked me up. Gateway drugs, dog. Yeah. And then I just now I'm now I'm using Ableton. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the, do you think that's the like the the best user interface right now? That shit is very smooth. Yeah. That shit is very smooth. Um, the best, I don't know. Everything has its advantages. Yeah. Um, for me right now, it's the best because that's what I got. Yeah. And, and I fuck with it. Uh, but, like, you know. What's the sound comparatively on Ableton? Like, a lot of people say Fruity Loops sounds tinny. You know what I'm saying? Does Ableton have anything like that? No, I haven't used Fruity Loops in so long, so I can't even remember how that is. But, um. I think I feel like Ableton kind of can, but you know, I'm not gonna sit here and bash them niggas. But I feel like it could be kind of tinny, but it depends on how you adjust your shit. You know what I mean? I think you know a lot of its advantages, and like I said, it's fluidity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fuck with that shit because I don't want to have to. You know what I mean? Like I love Pro Tools, man, for what it's built for, for being the beast that it is. But, like, sometimes if you're just trying to do, like, certain simple things, Pro Tools makes everything so motherfucking complicated. But I know that's, like, the fast food, you know, nation in me. You know what I mean? Shit has to be fast now. and I don't want to wait, a, you know, millisecond longer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because that's really all we be wasting. Niggas be mad over they shit being, like, you got to wait, like, two seconds longer. But, you know, yeah, that... Two seconds that Ableton gives me, that shit feeds that fix, though. <laughs> so I fuck with it, like. For that reason alone. You use Ableton on stage now? Do you go up by yourself or does Shoes still spin for you? I've had a lot of people spin for mm-hmm. me. You know, but yeah, Shoes will spin for me too a lot. You know, mm-hmm. that's my, that's, you know, my go-to a lot of times. But, um, but, uh, uh, nah, I don't, I don't really do like the, I haven't really been doing the Ableton sets and all that. Nah, nah, I just, I, I make, you know, beats for songs. I love songs. Like, yeah. that's my shit. Yeah. Songs. Songs. That's why I don't really release like instrumental albums and shit like that. I got this like, like I'm protecting them until they're ready type thing. You know what I mean? Like at some point they'll hatch into a song. Sometimes it's like, there's no reason to feel that way because them bitches never become songs. But like, I just, you know, I love songs, man. Right, right, <laughs> right. You go through phases where it's easier to write over your own beats than other people than other people's beats, and vice versa. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I, but a lot of times if I'm not really making beats, you know what I mean? Because at some point it's like I don't really go back to old beats. Uh-huh. So if I'm not really making beats, then yeah, I, I get out and just you know do a lot of joints. You know, like how everybody, anybody that you hear me do collabs with, a lot of the ones that have come out over the last year. You know what I mean? Like the John Wayne shits and like. Rock Marcy shit and all that shit. Like, you know, a lot of those songs were just from, like, just, you know, kicking it. 
You know what I mean? So, yeah. What do you write about? What do I write about? I know that's a weird question, but I'm just kind of fully coming out and saying, well, pause again, but I'm fully like, uh, just, just saying like, I, you know, I'm not that familiar with your music and I wish I was cause Mike has told me good things about it. Oh dog. Okay. Well, let me see. Give me your elevator pitch. Oh man. I write about shit that happens, you know what I mean? From day to day and a real, you know what I mean? What I consider real way, which makes it real. You know what I mean? My reality is real. Everybody's reality is real. So, yeah, I write shit that I feel like is extremely relatable. Shit's dope. I write about every fucking thing. You know what I mean? There was a, I think a lot of people for a minute tried to pocket me and say I was like a weed rapper, which is kind of, you know, kind of lame because yeah. I talk about smoking. Who, the, who doesn't? Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I talk about everything, though. You know, everything. Like, I don't know. Just... Go through songs. I wish we could just go through songs. That's just, like, anything that you could bring up, I I kind of try to approach in different ways. I mean, like, niggas as men, we talk about reincarnation and hot and crusty hoes, and then we talk about, like, the dietary system and all types of crazy shit. Yeah, so whatever strikes you at the moment. Yeah, dog. It's just real. Like I said, it's just a lot of times the songs just come from those type of moments where it's just like some, 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 yeah, some, 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 yeah. We just feel the same way, and that should just be right. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad like I offended you that I haven't heard your music. No, no, not at all. It's just like, damn, now nah, what the hell? Like, yeah, well, that's nah, the thing. Now nah, I got to tell you. Well, you know what it is? <laughs> the, way, the way I usually run these, and we're getting super meta, and I don't really care, but like, because <laughs> you know what it is? I like to find out. Where it comes from. Yeah, I think exactly. I, that's exactly what it is. I mm-hmm. like to find out where like the creative genius comes from, and I like to look for themes in it with people. I you think the over th- overall thing with me is it comes from just everything like everything i have this thing where i feel like i'm i ingest every experience yeah. sometimes it might be overload you know what i mean but i feel like every moment yeah, that's the thing is i go I, out and I, I live I, it so i got so many moments it's crazy i feel like you're a little guarded personally but i feel like you're probably a very i feel like you saying that you take in everything i think you're a fucking quietly a, a sensitive dude uh-uh. low-key yeah. and i and i think that you're a bit guarded about things because like you catch yourself right about to open up, and you're like, "Wait, yeah, never mind. I'm not yeah. gonna tell that motherfucking story." <laughs> yeah, it's you just, feel yeah, me? right. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I feel that. <laughs> I can be, I can be very much like that. I'm a cancer, you know. So like, we're very, yeah. very guarded individuals. Mm-hmm. I try to pretend like I'm very open on this show, but it's all very calculated. You feel me? <laughs> no, I just wasn't prepared for what I was. I know. I should have warned. I, I should have warned for. you in the car. <laughs> I know you do shots fired a bunch and that shit's just kind of like a fucking hour long uh, yeah, joke just session joke shit. session man yeah that's yeah. not that's not what that's I do that's not this that's yeah, not what I, I do that, though. this was like Oprah I fuck with it yeah exactly I'm Oprah I'm, I'm getting my Oprah training I always tell people that like my favorite episodes are the ones where I'm scared the guest is gonna cry oh wow <laughs> Wow! Yeah, it's no, only happened. Too much. It's only happened a few times, but what? oh, it's actually happened. No, no one's oh. actually cried yet. <laughs> but it's got it's gotten heavy at times. I'll be honest. Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. See, yeah. yeah, it could get heavy. I'm not like a heavy person. Why I not? Like to keep spirits high. Yeah, I'm a Libra. I don't know anything about Libras. Niggas like to keep shit balanced. Oh yeah, that's the scale, huh? Uh huh. Okay, I got you now. I got you. I can tell that you're like. Super fucking creative, and that's like you know. I always want to figure out the secret, or not the secret behind that, but like where that shit comes from. Because Mm -hmm. like I've always had this kind of artistic Napoleon complex, where it's like I've never felt like an artist, and I look at people that I think are artists, and I go, "Oh, I wish I could be that artsy." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what though? Like I think um, 
I think a lot of times, too, I have this real thing where a lot of times I put so many stories in my music. Mm -hmm. When you listen to them, you know what I mean? The music goes through, like, a lot of personal shit, too. You feel hacky retelling them? I feel like, you know, yeah, I tell these stories. You know what I mean? That's that's when I kind of let them out. But, like, I, to, and to a certain extent, you know, I'm, I'm, like, so, like, from that period where it was just, like, you know, um, and this sounds, like, so... Um, you know, back in my day, but it was like you, you know, I didn't like, I didn't usually care about all that shit for my artists. You no, know, what absolutely. I mean? For me, it was always about the music. I agree you know completely, I mean? and I think that uh, the era that we do come from, because you and I, for all intents and yeah, purposes, are the same, same age, like yeah. we were talking about. I think the artists were very guarded back in the day, or right. like back in our day. So does that make sense? <laughs> there weren't media lanes like this. It was only mm -hmm. fucking. They would sit down with Dre and Ed Lover, and and right. you talk about like you know rap, yeah, rap, and, that, <laughs> and that's it. I think actually there's like a cool new thing that you really can get to know people and, mm -hmm. and you know, a lot no, of people... and that's just dope. But you know, I think like from, I have like a real mayor perspective. Yeah. So like for me, it's like a lot of times I'm like, I don't care about this dude's dad. Like that's how I be looking at I know, shit. I know. So I'm like, why the fuck do you care? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not saying that about you. No, it's fine. The proverbial you. Yeah. But, uh, the reason that I ask about parents, I think is because like, you'd be amazed. This is our 53rd episode. Yeah. Dude, so many of the creative people that I have in here, their parents have very similar, like, they either similar careers yeah. or similar relationships or mm -hmm. whatever, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm actually, I'm usually generally surprised by, like, how many parents are still together. Because, you know, in our country, I feel like the divorce rate is sky high. And a lot mm -hmm. of folks that come on the show, they have, like, fucking solid families, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Which is surprising crazy. to me. Yeah. So, I don't crazy. know. When were you like, okay, I'm done with Detroit, let's move to L.A.? Um, no, it was oh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It was Chicago. Yeah. Um, I think it was, I just got fed up with Chicago. Not fed up like that. Um, me and uh, who I was with at the time, I think it was just time for us to leave. I think at the time we had essentially, in so many ways, like, I, I feel like I had, like, burned. Even, like, I think a place of mine, in, yeah, a place of mine in Chicago. Not I think a place of mine in Chicago actually burned. Damn. Oh, really? So, like, at the, so <laughs> literally, like over time, like I feel like I burned out everything that I could possibly burn down. Yeah, yeah. In Chicago, it's just time for a change. Yeah, and, it was, and you know, it was like planned, but a little drastic. And it was like, but it was time for a change. And this place is so fucking beautiful. It's driving. LA me is nice. Well, yeah. I, and I feel like having heard about the cities that you lived in before, this seems like a complete one eighty. Dog, it's no fucking winter. That's just great. I was in the Bay, and they, you know, it gets a little chilly, but it's not winter. Right. That shit is the best. So you moved to the Bay first before you came down here? Uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was in the Bay. Because, like, in Chicago, I was doing bike messaging for a little while. Oh, okay. Bike deliveries and shit like that. You ride a winter. fence gear? I used to ride whatever I could build for, like, $90. Like Frankenstein and bikes. Because, like, in the winter, you destroy them bitches. You're oh, crashing yeah. every two seconds. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I would just destroy a bike. And buy a new one, you know. As long as that, as long as it had a chain on it that made the wheels like I would run because you would run them down in the I winter. Would run them down through, what? through the winter? Though. That's crazy. What did, did you have to put like spikes on the tires or something? Nah, nah. Nothing you like just that? gotta, you just gotta be that dude. Bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, you just, you but just like mountain bike tires though. or what? Uh, I would do mountain bikes. I just like yeah you know, anything. That's crazy. Uh, you yeah. still ride bikes? 
having it. I th- I felt like I exhausted riding bikes. Like yeah. I, when I I remember getting the uh, the bay and being like, dog, I don't think I ever want to ride a bike again. The I don't man, it's crazy because the bay has some really fucking good bike riders, and that shit seems so sketch up there. It's so that's just crazy doing it's so hilly. Hills. Oh yeah. my god, dude. I I don't know which is worse, like the the winter or the hills. Yeah, I would personally say the winter is worse. But like I, I, I've never tested that shit. I can't go against them here. Which is interesting that you brought up your bike messaging job because one of the questions I want to ask is like I feel like you, you look like a dude that's had like a lot of uh, interesting jobs in his day, a lot of odd jobs maybe. I had like I did like a lot of bullshit jobs too because I did like fast foods and all that shit yeah. like back in like high school. Like I started at Dairy Queen, used to work there with like one of my homies. Duh. Yeah, we was just like eat ice cream and shit. One of your arms gets real big from scooping. Duh, duh, duh. One of your chins start growing way bigger (laughs) from eating cheeseburgers. Like, ridiculous. Because, like, you put, like, you letting, like, two high school kids basically run a whole shop by themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? The shit was like, like, you know what I mean? Like, a sitcom type shit. Like, that shit's not right. Right. So we're in there just eating whatever the fuck we want to eat, making, like, uh, whatever they would call it, like, making the little drinks. The shakes, the blizzards, yeah. with like everything that they had in the store, just crazy concoctions, chicken and shit. fingers in them bitches. <laughs> fuck it, you know what I mean? Like the shit chicken with, finger blizzard. Yeah, in fucking high school, man. Yeah. I wasn't, and all that green shit that's up now, that shit wasn't really popping. Yeah, then, so like, it's, fuck it, just you you let you, you let niggas loose. That's just <laughs> stupid. So like, we was just eating everything, and I think we ran that shit into the ground. But that shit was funny though. That shit was great. We would listen to hip hop all day and yeah. make like customers take pictures with ice cream and tell them we was gonna put them on the employee the, uh, like customer of the month. But we just <laughs> we just thought the pictures was funny. Niggas throwing up <laughs> thumbs up and shit. The, I, the the thing that I love about like old jobs that seem shitty at the time is that you can really look back on them with reverence. Like, yeah, wait, like that, that was, was a fun time in my yeah, life, that man. Shit was dumb. I had this yeah. fucking. I used to work at a uh, golf course and I'd have to wake up at six in the fucking morning to go work on the golf course i did it for two summers and at the time i was like oh i fucking hate this shit i can't wait to move da, 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 da. <laughs> now i look back and i'm like dude those are the illest summers like yeah. i was out on a fucking in nature every day smoking weed at like six in the morning just chilling fucking moose would be running out of the goddamn like Duh. water holes and moose. shit like it's crazy that shit's dumb though. yeah it was dope what else though like you know i just yeah i i ran i ran the gamut of like lazy jobs you know what i mean i was a manager at like a pizza place so like and this shit was the worst because, like, from time to time, people I knew would come in and be, like, looking like, dog, like, you make great music, like, and shit. Like, like you have you could be doing so much more. Yeah, but it was like, fuck it, what other job? You know, just making money. So, yeah, I did a lot of crappy jobs, and then at some point just, yeah, said that's just not going to fly no more. Luckily got laid off from uh, doing some uh, some temp job shit. And then uh, did, ran that gamut for a little while and then just said, fuck it. And then around then, start to get into doing shotgun and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So Is that when Mellow Music Group came around or what? No, nah, that wasn't until later. Mellow's been more recent, but, you know, yeah, fuck with Mellow. Yeah. This is cool. When you moved down here, who, like, who'd you fall in line with? Like, like uh, did you know people when you moved out here already? 
Um, you know, shoes were linked with people, but there was a lot of artists that, you know, I, I would just talk to, uh, you know what I mean, that I ran into and shit a lot of, in different places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you find, you find, you know, the, the one degree becoming, you know, 0.5 degrees of separation all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, everybody knows everybody. So like, yeah. I, it was like moving somewhere and then all of a sudden, you know, it was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So right. every, and it's been like that for a minute. So pretty easy transition then. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty easy transition. It was like a rough landing. You know what I mean? Just, you know, you're in a new place that, you know, you go from like the Midwest to anywhere on the East or West. And it's like, you know what I mean? The yeah. cost of living is so much fucking different. So yeah. it's that adjustment. You know what I mean? You just got to pick up your pace. Yeah. Shit. Beyond that, this is a hard city to like find your way around even. Um, I mean, well, yeah. actually, no, never. Yeah. I, I take Not that really. back because no. I moved here when I had well, before Google Maps. Like, yeah. I moved here before smartphones, and so that was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Never. So when I think about like, oh, it's a hard city to move to and find your way around, it's because I had to like, you had to find your way around. I had to fucking street. Google this shit on a computer and then yeah, write it Mac down with West. a sharpie and yeah. then take it because I didn't have a smartphone yet. Yeah, that yeah. just aged me like a motherfucker. But yeah, that's all good. What you working on now? A lot of trying to catch back up on like collaborations and new collaborations with like a lot of like the homies you know mm, what I mean mm. um, I'm trying to keep it top secret but you know a lot of like super dope shit right now you know they got the Amano Mari joint that he just dropped I'm on that shit nice. he did a dope remix on that one um, but like for the most part right now just trying to trying to come up with some new Crown Nation shit so I want that to be hitting the people this year so me and Denmark I want you know a new album from me just some solo shit but like a lot of collaborations with like a lot of the cast that you know people have seen me work with I think a lot of people that I'm associated with but a lot of people don't really realize Mm -hmm. that that we're close so I'm trying to really bridge a lot of those gaps you know what I mean and and uh and hit people with a lot of different sounds so yeah it's just gonna be dope for sure man where can the people find you online Band camps, Quelly Chris's. Q U E L L E C H R I S, correct? Ooh, yeah. I almost said K. No, that'd be kind of funky, though. Yeah. Yeah. Band camp, Quelly Chris, Q U E L L E, Chris.com. Um, you know what I mean? Everything, just Quelly Chris, Twitters, you know what I mean? Find me, Quelly Chris. Go to YouTube, type in Quelly Chris, Google. Because it's weird nowadays. It's like, where can you find somebody? Well, you have, you have a. I feel a like, name that's very search engine friendly. Yeah, I feel Ain't like no other you could Quale go Chris's. anywhere and just yeah, type in Quale Chris. Yeah, and like everything. Will yeah, be you're there. good. You're good on that note. It's like <laughs> my rap name is fucking Intuition, so it's like if yeah, you type in Intuition, tough. you're fucked. Yeah, you have even to on to even on rap. Wikipedia, there are like twelve different fucking Intuition pages. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So no, that's rough though. Yeah, sorry about that. Though. <laughs> no, you know I wasn't thinking about <laughs> SEO when I started. You know I wasn't. Uh, I feel like I'm too late to change it. So fuck it. Um, nah, yeah, just go type in Quality Chris, but like everything's funky. New album, the newest one is Ghost at the Finish Line. Mm-hmm. But like Niggas is Men is also, you know, I mean, still, I think if you haven't heard it, you got to hear it. 
What are you gonna perform to for us today? I'm gonna do Loop Dreams actually. Loop Dreams. Loop All right. Dreams off a of ghost at the finish line. Word. Is, um, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man on the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. You can follow us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat. Facebook.com slash Kind of Neat. YouTube.com slash That's Kind of Neat, where you're gonna see Quali Chris perform Loop Dreams today. Make sure you guys subscribe to that YouTube channel. We just broke 10K. It's uh, and you you will be the one year anniversary of the YouTube channel. That's fucking crazy. Did you know bro. that? You're our, no, you, I didn't know. Our, that. our first YouTube video. That's kind of neat. There you go. See, <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue, right? Our first YouTube video was March 7th of last year, and yours will come out like March 9th, I think. So. That's fucking crazy, dog. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for being the first guest of our new year. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, Download that podcast app, put it on your phone, and search for Kind of Neat. And uh, other than that, you got any last words, man? Um, keep hope alive. Keep hope uh, alive. Music is fucking great. Stop complaining and just listen to the good stuff. My name is Lee. This was Kuala Chris. You probably, I probably just said it wrong again. Take another shot. Take another shot. And uh, this was Kind of Neat. <laughs> Bye.